0: everybody welcome back to the live big podcast I'm Caitlin Carver your host and today I'm going to be talking about how Halloween is a great opportunity to invite more rituals into your life it's a time where the veil is really really thin and communication is more easily as access to the ethereal realm and with our ancestors so let's get started So, a lot of people think that Halloween, of course, is all about ghouls and <laughs> demons and, you know, a lot of different scary things, and also uh, a celebration of death as well. Um, and all those things, I think, are really fun and great when they're done in the right um, light, of course. But the way that I like to use Halloween is as an opportunity to actually invite more rituals into my life in a really uh, spiritual way that is actionable and also I like to use Halloween as a time where the, the veil is very thin to actually communicate with the ethereal realm. Now, there's a lot of different times where the veil is thin to communicate to the ethereal realm and to our ancestors or to those who have passed or to angels, spirit guides, that kind of thing. Um, But Halloween can be used as one of those times where the action, like think about the energy in the world right now. Everybody has kind of like that same intention of not everywhere in the world but most places in north america and central america and even south america are celebrating halloween and it's this time like where a lot of intention is focused on the dead or focused on something mystical something other than us and that's what i love about holidays i love halloween and i love Um, Christmas as well, because it's that recognition that there is something bigger than us, right? And even though in the back of our minds, we obviously know, I I mean, a lot of people might think otherwise, but that there is this bigger energy, that there is something else out there other than us, or something that has... at least the recognition that there were people that lived before us, right? And that there are spirits or that they, they had to have gone, gone somewhere or something like that. So that's why I really like using Halloween as an evening to ritualize um, my life and my spirit life, um, to connect to my spirit life, because my belief is that we are all spirits, just having a human experience. So Halloween for me is an evening to really connect to that side and to connect to my ancestors, to honor them, um, to recognize that there is something else out there. And so I just wanted to share maybe a ritual that you would like to do, I actually am posting a YouTube video for this and I will guide you through a ritual to do this um, on YouTube tomorrow. And if you want to find me on YouTube, my name is Ananda Kate ASMR. And so I do use a lot of ASMR tricks and tools to uh, really help you relax and come into a state of calmness so that we can heal through energy and to communicate to an ethereal realm. Um, but I'll just give you a few tips and tricks if you want to bring something into your life like this what I like to start with is creating an essential oil in a special capsule um, that will help clear the energy or set the tone and the energy in the space that you would like to do this ritual in Um, for instance, what I'm using right now is um, witch hazel and bergamot mixed with some coconut oil and I have a really nice little capsule that I put that in as well which is um actually I was received it as a gift which was really nice from one of my students so um I'm using that and it's just really nice to use something that is special to you um just to bring in some good energy okay so Essential oils are great for lifting the vibration, and I actually talk a lot about that in my Reiki sessions, or if you've ever done any energy healing work with me. I use a lot of different tools to heighten the vibration and the frequency in the room, and that's to clear your aura and to set the energy in the space for A higher frequency of energy to come in and so when you're doing rituals I really want to preface that it's important to set the space so that you can invite non-denominational energy into the space right now there are a lot of people out there that do witchcraft that actually work with other energies all types of different energies but for me what I like to do is really make sure that the energy is protected and in my training, I learned how to do that, so that you're only choosing the type of energy that you want to come in, um, and that's what's so important about intentions. Setting intentions for any ritual that you do, um, so I like to actually write down my intention and then light a candle, and I like to put all my energy into candle, all my intentions into candles because lighting a candle is like bringing something to life. I always see the flame as a sign that the ritual is done. It will come to, to the earthly plane now. So it's going to actually commence, right? Once that flame is lit. And, um, for people that haven't done rituals before, um, I think it's, it's hard to come into that space of like, um, believing, like coming into that space of, oh, lighting a candle is actually going to do something. Well, everything starts with a thought and everything starts with an energy. So when we start something from energy and then we bring it into the space as an action, then we are setting the intention and then the universe listens. So that actionable, um, Intention that you're bringing in, such as lighting a candle or saying an intention or writing it down, is actually bringing it out of your mind, out of, it's taking the energy out of your mind and out of your heart and onto the paper. That's my dog. Sorry. Um, Onto the paper or into a candle of your choice. And so rituals are all about using, it's really about using tools and setting energy and space for these messages to come through and as rituals are also about gratitude and celebration so you can you can do whatever ritual you want you don't even have to communicate with any other energy maybe it's just about celebration of your life celebration of something that's happened in your life who you are that type of thing But I think it's really important to take these times to sit and have ceremony with ourselves and also the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, whatever it is that you have faith in. And rituals and ceremonies have been a part of our existence since the beginning of time. We've gotten further and further away from it because we get very caught up in our lives now and there's so much going on, but... They're just as powerful once we bring them into our lives. So yes, I like to start with essential oil of my choice. And you can always do some research on what type of essential oil is going to set what tone. Um, I find bergamot and um, witch hazel to be very musky, but also have a vanilla scent to it has that very it's it's hard to explain and i can never explain essential oils verbally because it's just like very hard but um yeah it's like spicy vanilla but also very musky and to me that's more of a, a spiritual scent for me it's something that i can connect with i also connect with sandalwood amber um uh, palo santo those types of scents for me are very comforting and uh help me to stay grounded but also help me to uh engage my my seventh chakra as well so um again a candle of your choice right now i have chosen a a halloween candle it's just something that i like to bring into um my rituals just to set the tone of what and why and also i've brought in a um uh, card of healing uh, with the angel oracle cards. Um, these ones are by Dorian Virtue, and this just allows me again. I like to bring the energy into the earthly realm once we communicate with the ethereal realm. I like to bring it into the earthly realm to have that actionable sense. So, this one is great. This one's by Dorian Virtue um, healing with the angels, and it's all about guardian angels. So, for me um, I really want to communicate with my ancestors, but I use my, yeah, I use my guardian angels as tools to help me communicate. And your guardian, that's the thing is your guardian angels or your, any angels are always listening to you. And there's an infinite amount of angels. And so you can always communicate with them, but They have to be asked and they have to be put to the task. And there's a great book about that as well that I'll actually link to. Um, It's all about using angels as organizers and helpers of your life. And they want to be put to work. They want to be asked questions and they want to help you. But if you don't talk to them and you don't um, invite them in, they can't do anything for you. So this is all about that, bringing the oracle cards in and communicating. Now if you get a deck of cards, there's usually a book in the front that actually explains how to use them, and there is a process to using them, and I also have a process in cleaning my oracle cards as well. I use sage, and I also make sure that they're in a space with crystals just to keep them high vibration. Um, but you know, they are basically the law of attraction, um, the energy of attraction. And so whatever card comes up to you, as long as you're focused on the intention of that, will come through, the one that you need, right? And again, it's all about making sure that you are in that space of faith and trust, complete trust, that the card that comes up is the one instead of putting it back. If you put a card back you feel isn't the one, then you're you're lowering the vibration. So it's about working with cards and getting experience with them and knowing that the ones that come up are the ones that are meant to come up. And the more you work with anything, any of these tools, the more confidence and more experience you'll have with them. So... Um, So these cards are great, the ones that I have. I also have a a few other decks of Dorian Virtue. Today I'm using Healing with the Angels. And this also allows me to make sure that the energy is protected. We're only calling in non-denominational energy. And um, it helps communicate to receive angelic answers, um, guidance about your life, your career, love, life, health, family, um and there's no negative cards in the deck, which I really like as well. Um the angels are always counseling us from a place of love. And so that's what I love about these cards is that there's never a card that comes from like an egoic, fearful energy. It's always coming from a place of love. Now there might be advice, you know, but there's never anything that's like death or fear or like, uh, anything like that. I, I'm not a huge fan of those types of cards just because it, it invites an energy of fear, which is not how the angels work at all. They, they work from a place of love and guidance and possibility at all times. So that's what I like to work with. So that's another tool. And I'm just going to list these tools off before I explain what the ritual actually consists of. I also bring in some white sage. White sage is also an energy cleanser. Very, very cleansing. So a lot of people smudge their homes with it. Um, It also, because it cleans the energy, it sets the tone for a different type of energy to come in. If there is any low uh, negative vibration, energy is going to block these types of energies from coming in and giving you guidance or helping you to communicate or have a spiritual awakening. So it's important to to bring all these tools in and, and invite them in. Now I'm not saying if you don't have these tools that you're not going to be connected. I'm just saying that these tools do help. Um, I also use singing bowls. So some Tibetan bowls um, that I've been given as gifts. I actually have never bought a tibetan pool i've always been given them as gifts which i appreciate immensely and i actually think there might be a little bit more of a special energy to it just because the people that have given them to me i think very fondly of and these um singing bowls have come directly from india as well so i also use sound healing in a lot of my rituals to work with the energy around me and again the sound waves from sound healing bowls are very powerful they work at a different sound wavelength and they help to raise the vibration of that as well and you can already tell like it's just it sets the tone it brings in a vibration that is very uh, intentional Um, Palo Santo I also bring Palo Santo in it's a wood incense wood incense but more of a it's a smudge And it's from South America. Now, Palo Santo, I've recently heard, is um, going extinct. So I actually don't purchase it that much. And I try not to use it all the time. But it is one of my favorite smudges. And then I have another uh, candle that I purchased just recently. Um, This one is rosemary and mint. And... Again, just things that I bring into the space that I feel are very special to me. I might make some tea, and I'm ready to begin. I also bring uh, my diary, my journal in, anything that I want to have an intention around. So first what I'll do is I'll spray the incense around. Um, I I am a Reiki master as well, so I, I try to use the energy and the space to connect with the vibration and again this all takes faith trust and experience but the more you do it the more you'll feel more connected to it um and you'll get a rhythm with your own type of ritual for me this is my type of ritual that i do Uh, a lot of people bring deities into their rituals a lot of people bring um they'll have a little table where they they have pictures of family or pictures of somebody that has passed or somebody that they want to connect with and um, sometimes I'll do that but more or less I really just enjoy having my tools here doing my my meditation doing some sound healing Um, so I'll spray the essential oil I'll also then uh, maybe I'll light my amber incense or my white sage And I'll go around the room. And as I actually smudge, I have a prayer to Archangel Michael that I usually do. Um, Either Archangel Michael, uh, Shiva, or um, I'll even call on Jesus for me. uh, Jesus or God. And bring them into the space to protect it out and that's something that is important with sage it really helps to protect the energy in this space and this is all for a good intention um you know all of these types of rituals can be used for different things and everybody has their own intention for me it's all about love it's all about connection to myself to becoming a better person Person and also to do soul work, um, to have some soul development in my life. Um, So, after I've saged, and usually go into all the corners, you know, everywhere that's dark, um, and also just around enough to make sure that you've hit every nook and cranny, and then I will usually begin with lighting my candle so i like to just make sure that i am bringing the reiki energy into the candle um, bringing the intention into the candle and maybe doing a simple prayer and a, a prayer can be anything as simple as please i call upon angels of the highest truth and compassion to bring messages that I need to hear that are accurate. I also want to call on my ancestors to honor them and for them to communicate to me truthfully, honestly, and clearly things that I need to hear moving forward in my life. And I want to send them gratitude, anything like that. I mean, that's a pretty long one, but you can do anything. Very simple, very simple, okay? It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, And then I'll light the candle, okay? So I'll just light this candle here. And I love scented candles because then I can just allow it to fill up the, the space. So once my candle is lit, and I've said my prayer, my intention, you can actually write down your intention as well and just set it to the side. And then start by bringing some sound healing into the space. Maybe some mantras, if you have a mantra that you like to bring into the space as well. You can sing a mantra and then I always bring a little bit of energy work into the space as well. So either by placing your hands on your chest, around your heart, or somewhere in the body that feels comfortable for you and sending some of that loving energy towards yourself just to protect your body, to allow yourself to feel calm and connected and closing your eyes and just taking a few deep breaths Um, And just starting to connect with all that high vibration energy that you have set within that space, connecting with the prayer that you've said, and then allowing messages to come through. And you can have silence, you can have music, whatever it is that is going to allow you to connect. And if there's a full moon out, I do recommend that you sit in a space where you have access to seeing the full moon maybe have your crystals out i have a lot of different crystals that i bring in as well um amethyst is a great one for love um, and for just for healing and also connecting and um amethyst is great for connecting to ancestors that have passed so if anybody has passed in your lifetime um and you're still grieving about that amethyst is great for that um, amber is great to bring in as well, grounding, but also allowing other energy to move in. So, there's lots of different crystals that you can bring in to your ceremony as well. Um, I like to sit f- anywhere, I mean, f- up to 20 to 40 minutes sometimes. <laughs> it's up to you, um, depending on what I'm doing. If I have music and I'm uh, closing my eyes and doing mantras, then that I'll sit for however long I wish. Um, Also a great elixir that I bring in is the cacao elixir. Um, That is really great for calming and it is the medicine of the heart. So it's great for opening the heart up to new messages as well. What I will do after, so the the cacao recipe is just pure cacao. You can buy it at your health food store or you can get it from, you can actually get the cacao beans shipped from Guatemala or Costa Rica, anywhere from Central or South America um, if you'd like that. Um, but you can really get the cacao from any health food store as well. It just depends on how high pronic you want it. And then um, you'll mix it with uh, some coconut oil, maybe some nutmeg, um, some water and almond milk. I like to make my almond milk at home so it's a little more tasty. And you can, at the end, add some honey as well. So I actually use a little bit of cayenne pepper in it as well just to bring out the flavors of the cacao and to bring also bring out the magnesium and the potassium out a little bit more. And that's a great thing to look into as well. It makes you very calm, mm-hmm. very Open to receiving messages, to being in the moment, completely present. And um, the Mayans used it in their ceremonies as well. So you can look that up. There's a lot of ceremonies that use cacao elixirs as well. So with that, um, you can meditate for however long you wish with cacao. And then moving forward... Um, after your ceremony, what I like to do is bring in my journal and I will free write for about 10 minutes. And what free writing is, is it's just putting pen to paper and allowing whatever comes onto the paper to come onto the paper without even thinking. You're not thinking about what you're writing. What you're actually allowing to happen is a form of transcendence to move through the pen onto paper. And that is maybe where you will receive most of your messages and that's how I like to end my session and my ceremony and then after that I'll read it through read it over maybe underline a few things that I have caught my eye and my attention or resonated in my heart and then I will close the book set it aside say a prayer thanking my ancestors thanking the energy in the room thanking that higher elevated frequency blowing the candle out doing a little bit maybe a little bit more sound healing and then i will reach for my tarot cards um you can do the tarot cards at any time um but i usually do it at the end once i have sat in the energy long enough Um, and there, again, there is a book at the front of, of these, and I guess they're oracle cards that I use, not tarot cards, but you can use whatever you wish. Um, and after that, I will actually write the message of the tarot, of the oracle card in my journal as well. So I can look back on that. So, um, so that is what i do in most of my ceremonies and i'm going to be posting a ceremony on youtube tomorrow for the halloween um october 31st 2018 so if you would like to go through a ceremony with me as uh, as a guide um you'll be able to have access to that video for free on youtube again so um, i'll put the link in the description and i hope to see you for that ceremony tomorrow night have a beautiful evening, and thank you for coming back to the Live Big podcast. This is my take on rituals, and I will be, if you like this this type of thing, just uh, comment below, let me know, and I can share more of these rituals as well with you, um, because I'm always finding new tools, I'm always finding new uh, types of rituals, and also how to, I can also explain how to bring deities into your life, bring rituals into your life for any type of event that's going on, um, whether it's anything from anxiety to celebration, rituals are a great thing to have in your life because it brings in that energy into the earthly plane, recognizing that there is something bigger than you. Have a beautiful day and I will see you again next week.